RadioInfluence.com. Why, Crusher, it's good to see you. You're listening to Crush Performance with the Crusher, Jeff Crushell. Get in on the talent grid and text Crush at 10 12 60 with your questions, comments, or smart ass remarks. And Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to Crush Performance 2022. I hope you had a fantastic holiday season, a great New Year's Eve. And listen, 2022, here we are, everyone. Let's attack this one with a vengeance. I kind of like the New Year as sort of a set point. You know, a lot of our programs from the business side or from our athlete side, uh, also just from a personal side, really revolve around this sort of reevaluation and perhaps even a kickstart in the new year. And if that's the case for you, well, we're in the same boat. But what a great time it is. 2022, let's make it a banner year. Check out our new website, everybody. So many great things we've been working on there. And one of the things I think I'm most proud of is our new uh, performance course for athletes, parents, coaches. Uh, We started with baseball, but there's much, much more to come. Um, And this has just sort of evolved out of, well, listen, people asking me to do it. You know, it's one thing to go and lecture or, you know, stop in for two weeks and help an athlete or a team or an organization out. But it's a whole other thing to have an evergreen sort of sharing platform, which is what this course is all about. So uh, check it out. There's more information on the website there. If you want to get in touch with us, do so. Crushperformance.com is the website. Info at Crushperformance is the email. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Crush. As usual, all the other social media platforms, search out Crush Performance and you can find me there. Well, listen, let's dive into it because I want to kick 2022 off with a vengeance and I want you to do the same. And there's no better way to do that than having a master plan, getting organized, setting up your strategy. Now's the time to do it. If you have one in place already, let's review it and put check marks where check marks belong and maybe polish it up a bit where it needs to be polished up. But there's no better way to do that than following our crush tradition here in the new year. And that is spending some quality time to kickstart the year with our good friend, Crush Hall of Famer, Mr. Jim Fan. And Jim, happy holidays, happy new year. So glad you could join us once again here on Crush Performance. Oh my goodness, does time fly? It was 2019. I blinked and it's 2022. Happy New Year, Canada. Happy New Year, world. Happy New Year, Crush, uh, and, and all your fans. Happy New Year. Uh, 2022 is going to be our greatest year ever. Yeah, I I think I have to really agree with you there, Jim. We have been personally, you know, I personally been sort of gearing a lot of things to 2022. We'll see what the landscape looks like. We know it's very volatile out there, but we've also been really trying to get everybody focused on attacking this year. And, you know, this has become just a fantastic, wonderful tradition, kicking the new year off with Jim Fannin. So really, really glad we could have you on here, Jim. Well, I'm excited, and and of course, as you know, uh, nothing great happens without a blueprint. Nothing. And so if you're looking to have a great year, uh, a a career year, uh, a great year in relationships, or a great year for your kids as a a parent, um, you need a blueprint to be your guide. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to helping uh, everybody listening uh, to have that blueprint. 
all my clients, I've had about 4,000 clients in my 50-year career, speaking of time, flying. It's hard to believe I've been doing this 50 years. But uh, of 4,000 clients, uh, everyone had a life blueprint. I'm talking Frank Thomas, A-Rod, whomever, all the way down to uh, you know, a small business owner. And, uh, and even a lot of high school, a lot of college kids. So a blueprint uh, really needs to uh, put a map on what do you really want and what do you want to accomplish. And uh, I, I'm excited about taking a deep, deep dive into that. Yeah, no, Jim, I really appreciate that. You know, if there's one thing I think that I've learned, you know, through my time in sport and, you know, helping people achieve their goals, um, you have to have that roadmap. And I love this idea of a blueprint. You and I have talked about it when your book came out, of course, and it was just a fantastic eye opener, I think, for a lot of people. But, you know, when you talk about all this stuff, it makes me think of one of the principles that we use when we're training our athletes. And that's the, this whole concept of deliberate practice, trying to train with purpose. We have goals, we have objectives, but we also need to understand where those athletes are at right now, where they want to go, and then deliberately take the steps to get there. It's one thing to have a mindset or an idea, but it's another thing to lay out that sort of action plan or roadmap that you call it, right? And it's an important, important process to, to really become familiar with. Well, I, I want to touch on that in a deeper dive because I, I've got an athlete now. We're, he's doing some pretty amazing mental training uh, of mental endurance uh, around a golf is five and a half hours. Uh, could be six, could be five, uh, but it's a long, inordinate period of time to hold your focus. Uh, so for golfers, how many golfers go out and practice five hours? Well, they play around the golf. Are they really practicing? Or, or what are they thinking while they're playing those five hours? And when they're not playing around the golf, how are they training? What's the purpose, the intention of, of the training when the training's over for that day? And that's the same thing in every, every one of the sports that I coach. But, you know, there's a couple of things that you want in your blueprint. First of all, the person with the most constants in a game or, or even a world of variables, well, that person prevails. So your constants, which is going to sleep at the same time, getting up at the same time, having your seven and a half hours, eight hours. Uh, LeBron James uh, just two days ago said, I slept 12 hours, and that's when he went out and had a triple-double with 30 points. He said it's the most energy that he felt. So he knew that his constant of sleep was a little bit off. So he got his eight hours, woke up, ate a little bit, and took another three-hour nap, uh, which is pretty amazing, and went out and had this triple-double with 30 points. And so sleep is a constant. Your food intake is a constant. Your exercise, that needs to be a constant. And, and that's incorporated no matter what in your 12-month blueprint. These things are going to happen. The other thing that needs to be a constant uh, is how you think when you wake up and how you think when you go to bed. You can frame your day uh, by always getting up positive, getting up happy, uh, already knowing what you're going to do that day. 
And even if you're going to take a day off and be a bum, then be a great bum. <laughs> Don't do anything. <laughs> do it awesome. You know, be great at it. I uh, have a beer. That's fine. Take a day off. I'm not talking to the kids. I'm talking to the adults, of course. But uh, and then when you go to sleep at night, we've talked about it on the show. That last 30 minutes, you better only think about what serves you well, not what doesn't serve you well. So think about what you want. Don't go to bed thinking what you don't want. Well, these kind of thoughts, these kind of actions, food, exercise, thinking, they need to be constants. And they're put into your calendar. They're put into your daily living. Um, The other thing that I'm seeing in Canada, in the U.S., and in Mexico, the entire North America, that whole continent, we are stressed out. And what I've realized is that the average person has 15 to 17 breaths a minute. That's increasing. People that I'm talking to and I test their breathing, they're over 20 breaths a minute. Well, that constricts the body. That tenses the body. And that negative energy can hide in muscles, and it does. But when the breathing goes up, that's where fear resides. That's where all negativity resides. Worry resides in high breaths per minute. The fascinating thing with our research is the best in the world clicking on all cylinders, they're breathing six to eight breaths a minute. I've got clients right now that are on their phone alarm. We also have push notifications. We have an app. We'll tell them to check their breathing every hour. And when the bell goes off, the alert goes off, they immediately unhinge their jaw, relax, and lower their breathing. They're training themselves how to respond when something happens they don't like. And they've made a commitment this entire year. No one, no occurrence, no event will alter my breathing except me. And we've allowed other people to increase our breathing. So when someone yells at you and, and you don't like that they yelled at you, you you're going to feel your chest tighten. You're going to feel your jaw clench up. You may even lash out at them verbally. Well, the best in the world are a palm tree in that verbal assaulting hurricane. And they just lower their breathing. So when negative things happen, lower your breathing. That'll give you more clarity. So the best in the world, these are constants that athletes are starting to put into their daily living and their daily blueprint, their daily roadmap. And breathing is one of them. When you're in a peak performance zone state, your heart rate is definitely going to go up because of the stress of the moment. You've got a competitor on the other side of the net in tennis. You've got a competitor on the other side of the ice uh, who's looking to uh, uh, not be your friend. Uh, And um, be aware of your thoughts. Be aware of your breathing. But the heart rate goes up. Typically, when that happens in an event, your breathing goes up. And that's where you choke. And that's where you beat yourself. And how many of us have done that, Jeff? We've all beaten ourselves and gotten our own way. 
how many times in business and sports and, and pretty much everything. But the ultimate that must be included in this blueprint is finding that purposeful calm. Yes, my heart rate goes up, but my breathing goes down. That's not normal. But if you have an abnormal dream of winning the Masters or being number one in the world or winning the Stanley Cup, you got to think in an abnormal way. You can't think like everybody else or you're going to be like everybody else. So the abnormal peak performer, the one that has the abnormal vision of Olympic gold medal, for example, and I've coached many Olympians, well, they want their heart rate to go up, which is fine, but the breathing is totally under control. This will give you clarity. This will help you be more decisive. And this is definitely going to help you adjust quickly, which is the mark of a real champion. Everybody has the same amount of time to prepare, but are you prepared to swiftly adjust? And these are all the kind of thoughts and things we go through when I'm uh, helping an athlete build a blueprint. No, I love it, Jim. What a great way to start off the year as well. I know everybody out there, you know, you and I have talked about this on the show as well. The, the new year is kind of a magical time. It's sort of a reset for a lot of people. There are the people that just roll through it and have some fun on New Year's, but they're, for the most part, I think a lot of people, most people, maybe I, I would be safe to say, think of this time as sort of a, a time to regroup, refocus, and get ready to tackle the year. I love this idea of purposeful calm. And Jim, very, very strong message there. If you're going to do something extraordinary, you have to do something extraordinary in order to do it, <laughs> if that makes sense. Well, you do. There's, there's, it's just not going to happen by doing what you've been doing. How's that working out for you? Right. So, Here's another thing. You know, this is also a time of year where everybody says, well, I'm going to have a New Year's resolution. But I don't believe they work. I'll tell you why. Resolutions are usually A to B. I'm here. I'm going to lose 20 pounds before spring so I can look good in a bathing suit or 30 pounds, whatever it is. Here's A and there's B. Well, typically we get off to a good start at A. And we get down the road and we don't close. We don't finish. How many projects, how many books have I heard people say, oh, I'm, I'm writing a book. And I, I'll call them six months later. How's that book going? Yeah, well, it, it's still there. You know, they don't finish. So we use the B to A principle, Jeff. B to A principle is totally different. This is the mark of a really world champion. You go straight to B. You see exactly how you would like to be, how you're going to think, how you breathe, how you interact. You see it. You even see what's the aftermath of when I accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish. Then this champion does something different. He reverse engineers from B chronologically, in reverse, back to A. So, you know, it's now January, you know, the beginning of January. What are you going to accomplish on March 31st? And so you say, I'm going to have an outline for a book and submit it. I'm going to be an author. And, and so I see that. Well, I, I take that even farther and say, no, don't let the book be the goal. Let people reading the book improving their lives be the goal. 
when I write a book, it's not about, oh, Jim's going to write a book. Who cares that Jim's going to write a book? What are people reading in the book and what are they doing in the book? That's really all that matters. And that's what I see. I see who's going to read it and what the takeaways are. And then I reverse engineer it. What am I doing March 30th, 29th, 28th? This is a very laborious process. March 15th, end of February, end of January, reverse engineer. I did this with Frank Thomas. I asked Frank Thomas, you know, the great Hall of Famer, first ballot, uh, longtime Chicago. Uh, I think he did have a stint uh, in Toronto. Yeah, he did. Uh, in Absolutely. Oakland. Yeah. And and so when Frank asked him what he wanted his rookie year, he goes, Hall of Fame. I'm like, and that's going to cost you. And uh, well, what's your fee? I said, no, you're going to have to sacrifice. It's not going to be easy. You're going to have to hit a high standard, a minimum requirement for a solid performance, according to you, over a long period of time. But we also knew if he wanted this 20-year career where the Hall of Fame was at the end, I knew that his running skills, throwing skills, 20 years would be diminished. So what does that mean? Well, he's probably going to be a DH. He's not going to be running out bunts 20 years from now. And and so uh, he could even be limited being used. Uh, which wasn't the case, which was great. But he knew that the DH was going to be what he wanted. He knew that he wouldn't be playing first base on a regular basis for lots of reasons, physically mostly. And we didn't know that he would be going to Toronto. We didn't know. But I didn't expect him to stay with the White Sox for 20 years. You know, that that doesn't happen very often. Brooks Robinson, <laughs> you Cal Ripken, you know, you can name a few, but not many, right? Yeah, not so many. So that was that that blueprint was completely mapped out, and then Frank became the Hall of Famer because he already went B to A, and then he started acting like it every day, hitting that high standard, and, and of course that very first day I had him visualize his Hall of Fame induction speech in the dugout, like two in the afternoon. And while he's visualizing getting up on the podium and starting a speech, I'd visualize being in the front row listening to it. That We did that in his rookie year, some April, it was in the afternoon, two o'clock, nobody around, just Frank and I. And lo and behold, 20 years later, I'm in the front row and he's <laughs> at Cooperstown. And the visualization was reality. I love Isn't that it. Wild? That is absolutely wild. Everybody, you can check out Jim's great stuff at jimfannon.com, the zone coach. There's a lot of cool things coming in 2022. Jim, I really do appreciate and love this concept of reverse engineering your plan. Uh, a caveat there, though, is you really do need to understand where you're at right now. Uh, have a clear picture of where you want to be in the future, whatever your goal might be and then reverse engineer it. Then you could start mapping out that plan and making adjustments accordingly. And that's a critical part of this whole process. Okay, we have to cut out for a quick break, everybody. But when we come back, we're going to continue to discuss our assault on 2022 with the Coach of Champions, Jim Fannin, right after this. Stick around.
This week's episode of Crush Performance is brought to you in part by Inside Tracker. When you do what you love, like running, like racing, like enjoying the great outdoors, you want to do it for life, and Inside Tracker can help. Inside Tracker tracks your progress every day, every step of the way towards reaching your performance goals and living a longer, healthier life. I've been lucky enough to spend over 30 years working in the world of high performance sport. And if there's one thing I've learned, it's that no two athletes are the same. So when we're building our performance programs, we attack the individual and we always work from the inside out because change, it's an inside job. Inside Tracker was founded in 2009 by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. And using their patented algorithm, Inside Tracker analyzes your body's data to provide you with a clear picture of what's going on inside of you. And then it offers you science backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes. But it's confusing out there. There is a barrage of bias, misleading, and personal information that creates doubt and confusion. And that's exactly where Inside Tracker comes in. It's the only human performance system that integrates real-time physiomarker data from your fitness tracker with your existing blood and DNA biomarker data. We don't merely show you the normal biomarker zones, we show you the optimal biomarker zones and numbers that are best for your body. In sport, time is of the essence and there's not a second to lose. It's another reason we love Inside Tracker. Track your progress and make meaningful adjustments based on real-time feedback from your body. Listen, as your body improves, your biomarkers change too. Inside Tracker tracks your progress every day, every step of the way for better performance and better health. And I really want this for you, your family, and your athletes. So here's what we've got. For a limited time, you can get 25% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com slash crush. That's insidetracker.com backslash crush with a K and get 25% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Discover your body's potential with Inside Tracker because what's inside is what counts. Find out what it takes to be a top performer. Get the Crush blog, podcast, and newsletter at crushperformance.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Crush Performance, everybody. I am Jeff Groeschel. Happy New Year to you as we kick off 2022 here with our good friend, Jim Fannin. If you want to get in touch with us, questions, comments, smart remarks, we love them all, reach out to us. Crushperformance.com is the website. Info at Crushperformance is the email. All right, let's dive back into it. Jim, I love this idea. You know, the concept of the reverse engineering is something we've talked about before, and I love it. It really, really does work. But but one thing that's really important here is it takes some work to figure this out, to figure out all these constants out, to figure out how to become constant. That takes some practice and some discipline for sure. But a really important thing comes out of that. You know, if you have that timeline, if you have that daily routine or those constants, it really does allow you to adjust or make more meaningful adjustments along the way when things go awry, because regardless of how well planned out it is, things are going to, you're going to get a curveball once in a while, right? So, so the other real upside of being constant or having this routine or, or these constants is the ability to make meaningful changes when things aren't quite, quite going the way you planned, right? Does that kind of make sense? I wonder. It, it makes total sense. And the other thing, these, these, these routines are portable. Right. So a Love baseball it. player can, they travel, you know, you could take it when, on, when you're on the road, you keep your same uh, basic uh, routines. I, I've got a little homework assignment for uh, everyone listening. If, if we can go old school, everybody, take out a sheet of paper and leave room on that paper for eight to 10 either square circles or triangles. It doesn't matter. I don't want any of them to touch each other. 
And I'm going to walk through a basic life blueprint. We're all a self. We have a self arena. These individual containers, we call them life arenas. So when I'm in my self arena, and that, that's my spirituality. It could be my religion. It's definitely my physical well-being, my nutrition, my sleep. Uh, and it's also my mental state. And there's no one else in this arena. It's just me, my self arena. Well, every one of the arenas on this page will have a vision of what you would like to accomplish, some corresponding goals that act like stepping stones, and maybe some tasks. So self is an arena. If you're a brother, sister, you have a sibling arena. What's your vision? What are some of the goals? So many people today have challenges with their siblings. They don't talk to them. Uh, they're in some kind of disagreement, maybe since childhood. I saw my father and his brother didn't talk for 40 years. What's up with that? But that's a sibling arena. We're all a son or a daughter arena. Even if your parents aren't living, you still uh, have those parents. And then you are a parent yourself. That's a separate arena. You've got your J-O-B, your career. Some people have two. So you have two job arenas. That's fine. Or three. I think my, I think my mom had three jobs at one time. So she would have three arenas. And, and so then you have a personal finance arena. That's a change in your pocket, you know, the money in your 401k, equity in your house. And so each of these aspects of your life, then you have a spouse or girlfriend, boyfriend, mate arena. Each of these arenas are standalones. That's why they don't touch. But they contain thoughts. And there's people in these arenas who could also be enablers of negativity. And somebody could be negative in one arena with you, but they're positive in another. I've seen a spouse be negative in the business with her husband, positive in their parenting, but because they're at odds in their business, their personal relationship, not quite as intimate <laughs> as they used to be because they become business partners. So uh, you, got, you must understand all the thought dynamics from other people they're going to impact these arenas and these arena visions. So that's a blueprint. It's pretty simple. And now you can look at your life like you're looking down on it, playing chess. And, and, I, and I think when we get up above the fray, kind of go to a higher ground, and you go, wow, there's my life, and I have two or 3,000 thoughts, and they're all in these buckets, these arenas, the key is to, to contain your thoughts in one arena. So if I have drama at work, well, I don't come home and bring drama to my wife. I contain it. I leave it at work. That doesn't mean I don't want to tell her, but I don't want to keep dragging drama. And right now, this is a big deal in our society. We act like victims and we act like judges. And that's where drama resides. That's where that conflict resides. So the real true champion thinks less, thinks more positive, only goes into the past for learning or maybe a belly laugh with an old friend, and only goes into the future for strategy, 
tactics, the best in the world are spending 80% of their waking hours locked in the moment. That's what's missing in Canada. There's no question that's missing here in the U.S. And I've got clients in Mexico, and it's definitely missing there. And I suspect everywhere else on this planet. We need to think about what we think about. And so if you're ready to have an incredible 2022, um, managing your thoughts is, should be right at the top of the list. You want to control what's in the mirror in your bathroom between you and you all the way out to the curb in front of your house. That means be cognitive of all the thoughts in your family. Keep your family as positive in their thoughts. That means you don't fight in front of your children. You're not putting other people down. You're not using sarcasm like a sword to cut people up. Your kids are learning. We need to control from the mirror in the house to the curb in front of our house. And once you do that, now you can start thinking about influencing your neighbors and your teammates and other people maybe in your company. But it starts in the mirror. If you can't control your own thoughts and be a positive influence on your own thoughts, how are you going to influence other people, even your children, even your spouse? Um, and that's what needs to happen right now. Too much negative stress right now in our lives. And it's, I'm seeing it in our kids. I'm seeing it in eight-year-olds, 12-year-olds, depression, anxiety, on medication. This is our youth? Wow. It's accelerating. And that, that terrifies me. And that, that's one of the reasons I'm on the radio with you. We need to stop this type of thinking. It doesn't serve us well. We're going to have an amazing 2022. It's already started. So if you don't have that blueprint, take that sheet of paper, understand the visions in each one, including your money. What do you want when 22 is over? And then see what, what do I need to do to make that happen? And um, now you can keep that blueprint the whole year. Um, and if something negative happens in one arena, you keep it there. You don't let it go into other arenas. No negative spillage in the rest of your life will eliminate the proverbial bad day when we do this. Haven't had a bad day since uh, November 8th, 1963. How about that? <laughs> Jim, that's a good run, man. That's a really good run. <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs> you are on a roll, mister. <laughs> Call me butter. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. on a roll. <laughs> You're on a roll. Hey, everybody, we're joined by crush favorite Jim Fannin. You can check out Jim's great work at jimfannin.com. Zone coach, are you ready to be in the zone? Well, I'm telling you what, we're one step closer to being there, Jim. I, I love this. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. And you know, your book, Blueprint, uh, came out a few years ago. Um, a proven plan for successful living. Uh, Pebble in the Shoe, and then The Score for Life as well. Uh, so many great, great books and concepts that have all sort of culminated here. I have 11 circles in my blueprint I just wrote down uh, as you challenged us to do this task. So uh, I've sort of broken down, and it's interesting. Um, I like this. I have myself, 
I have my siblings, my brother, and I'm a, you know, I've got a sister. I have uh, uh, my mom and dad. You know, I'm a, uh, I'm a parent, so I've got daughters. I've got my, my, my job, and which I've divided, as you said, into the multiple areas that I do work. The radio show is one. We do some education and and consulting there, but I have my sport coaching as well and research. Um, and then I have that financial. Um, a pod or arena as well, which is incredibly important. And that's something I think people, that's you, you, one. You better get your wife in there. She's going to be mad if she's listening to this. I haven't heard her yet. <laughs> well, and then, but I I say the best till last husband, right? I got that right at the bottom. Oh, and it's that the, was so well done, Jeff. You did well. Yeah. It's right at the bottom and it's the biggest circle as well. Sort of like, I think maybe like the foundation, you know, so, so those are my 11 circles and I'm going to think about this more. But when I look at this, Jim, I love what you said about, you know, okay, hey, look, Things are going great with Deb and I, or, you know, we've been challenged or parents pass away. We've got that going on in our lives and we're dealing with some adversity there um, as a couple uh, that stays there. And and maybe, maybe it does steer thought. I like how you said, you know, can maybe these, these arenas can kind of, maybe that steers some of the thoughts on the radio show. If I'm having these problems, I, I often do this. If I see an athlete having a problem going, huh, if these athletes are having an issue or this this, this team or organizations have an issue. I wonder how many other are. So we'll put together a show. We'll, we'll get Jim Fannin on. We'll talk about a topic and maybe help people. So, so even though these are all me, I like the idea of keeping things, you know, isolated inside of each of these arenas. But I also like maybe how these arenas, you know, bounce off each other. If I have a problem in one arena, I could talk to my older brother because he's really a sounding board for me. Or, you know, my sister will kick me in the butt and make me smile. My younger brother, you know, all these things really really brilliant. And when I look at this on the piece of paper, Jim, there's something about pen on paper, isn't there? Did I just grow up that way? I wonder if the kids are losing that or maybe their new pen on paper is the electronic well, stuff. I, I, I think, uh, I think the kids have lost. They've never found it. Uh, we've pen and paper, you know, I'm a legal bad guy. Yep. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm on the internet, but the good news is for 23 years, we have life blueprints online for my clients, my individual clients. Right. You can see, they can see their entire life, all the visions. There's a goalpost. They can see what's due. They get alerts. Uh, there's a, a lot of uh, analytics also. We're going to make this available to the public. You're going to be one of the first outlets uh, that we're going to announce this on. And that, that will be coming this quarter, January, February, March. And um, I'm looking forward to making that available. Uh, but it's so cool to have it online with an app. Uh, I, I'm really excited. It, this has been 23 years in the making. Uh, this website has you know, been around for my clients. The app is about one year old from, with my clients. And now we're going to make it available to everybody. So I, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, making that public. I love it, Jim. Nothing great well, happens without a blueprint. Yeah, no, no. And again, this blueprint. I thought was it. Uh, um, how many years of of you're on a roll? I mean, that's like a that's an epic run. No, no, no slumps for Jim Fannin, right? I mean, holy cow! <laughs> this is a culmination well, you know, of in, your life's in, work. In, nine, in 1997. Uh, I was coaching nine guys on the Cleveland Indians and we, we made it to the world series, you know, some famous guys, uh, uh, Manny Ramirez, Jim Tomey, Laurel Hershiser, Jack McDowell. Uh, it, it was a really 
awesome uh, team. But uh, the Cleveland Plain Dealer called me the zone coach. So I, I federally registered that name in 2001. And we are launching this year uh, the website zonecoach.com. We are hiring coaches, uh, life coaches, executive coaches, individual sport coaches using our score system to help peak performance. So uh, everything's coming full circle for me. I'm excited and uh, I'm definitely motivated to having an awesome, awesome year. Yeah. It's a tough year for people. This is going to be a tough year for people that don't have a mindset of positivity. If you're not looking solution oriented and if you're not a decision maker in your own life, you're going to have some serious challenges. We walk a gauntlet, Jeff, of negativity every day. Just go to the grocery store. It doesn't matter what country you're in. Today, people are negative. People are angry. People are frustrated. People are lonely. This COVID has isolated people. It's changed the mindset of an entire country, definitely here in the U.S. And I'm like, we got to reverse this negative trend. And I'm not blaming politics or anything. I, I'm blaming us as individuals. We we have free will to think any thought we want. I can think positive. I can think negative. I can go in the future with you and talk about what we're going to do tomorrow. Or I can go into the past and complain about what's happened yesterday. I have free will to do that. And everybody listen. But we don't use our free will. No, you know, that probably should be the new yes. Mm-hmm. It'll keep you from doing things you don't want to do. Hey, Jim, you want to go see Cars 3 with me tomorrow? No, I don't. No. Hey, do you want to go with your grandson? Yes, I do. That's different. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with him. I don't want to go with you to see Cars 3. But you got to say no. No to things that don't serve you well. And yes to things that do. And um, anyway, I'm excited about helping people change their thoughts, change their life, change their pocketbook, change their sports performance, change their interactions with each other. uh, So we can get back to a simple, balanced, abundant, stress-free life. Yeah. That's what I'm all about. I love it, Jim. I love it. And and just like everything that we've talked about here today, you know, um, if you want to do something extraordinary and, and extraordinary doesn't have to be big and bold, like flying to Mars. Extraordinary could be like making sure you slot out time to cook with your kids. Extraordinary might be making sure you slice off a little bit of that paycheck for, for your savings account for a family holiday. You can define extraordinary, but it does take a plan and it doesn't happen by itself. I'll tell you what, let's cut out for one last break. When we come back, could it be we are way more powerful than we give ourselves credit for? I think so. Jim thinks so. We're going to tell you why and how you can harness that power right after this on Crush Performance. Happy New Year, everybody. Stick around. Much more to come. Get the Crush blog, podcasts, Twitter, and Facebook links at crushperformance.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Crush Performance, everybody, as we're kicking off the new year here in fine form with our good friend, Jim Fannin. You can check out Jim's work at jimfannin.com, and you can check us out on our new website. 
crushperformance.com. Pretty proud of this one. Lots more to come, uh, but there's a lot of cool new things that we're trying to do there to share more information and connect with everybody a little bit more. But if you do have questions, you want some help, if you need some more information on something, that is what we're all about. Write to us, info at Crush Performance. All right, let's get back to it. Jim, I think, I think you know, I, I love what you said, no being the new yes, and, you know, we have free will. I think we're more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. We just need to keep it framed up right, and sometimes we need help from the coaches. We need help from mentors and friends and family and community, and and I like what you said about the grocery store, and, and I think if we can change the attitude of the grocery store in our community, we've done some good things. Well, it starts with how we react to negative people. Instead of lashing out at them, I think we just relax, breathe, and move away. Yeah. And uh, it's not easy to do that if it's a family member. I get that. But you, you have to learn how to manage negative people, manage, even on a, a baseball team. You know, there could be negative guys on the team. The manager may or may not even know that. They're only negative behind the curtain, you know, on the bus or in the hotel room. I've seen negative guys, even superstars, ruin a pro baseball team. Yeah. Everybody goes, I I can't believe they can't win. I say, I can tell you why they don't win. (laughs) These two guys. Right. You know, one one rotten apple will spoil, spoil the barrel. And that's an adage that's been around for a thousand years. And and that's the same with a human being. But again, it starts in the mirror, Jeff. Sure. If you can't take, you know, every night when you go to sleep, you need to go to sleep positive, only thinking what you want. And when you wake up, wake up happy. Go to bed happy. Deal with all the crap in between. I know there's stuff that's negative that happens. Negative things happen to good people. But it's how we react. That's the mark of the champion. Everybody's prepared, but the champion is prepared to adjust. He's prepared to adapt to a changing condition. And the best in the world, they do it swiftly. And and here's another phenomenon. When you reduce your thoughts 30-40% in quantity, and you've done so by eliminating negative pasts especially, you just don't go back there. If it's negative, I'm not going to replay it over again. When you reduce your thoughts, it increases the sixth sense in you. And and there's not just one sixth sense. It's a collection of senses. And intuition, um, telepathy, remote viewing, these are all real psychic abilities. They're, They're real. There's a lot of people, it's still a small percentage of the world, that is operating intuitively. Mm-hmm. But once you have this blueprint, then you just be present. Be your genuine, authentic self. And every day's plan, today's one 365th of my greatest year ever. Today is one 31st of my greatest January. It's one-seventh of my greatest week. Why do I have a negative day? You've allowed it. That's why. You've allowed it to happen. And you probably saw it coming and did nothing about it. But it starts with how you think. 
Oh, Jim Fannin, such a great way to kick off 2022. This has, again, become an incredible crush tradition to kick our new year off here with Jim Fannin. Such great, great stuff. This is worthy of a listen, a re-listen, and, of course, have your notepad ready. Uh, Jim, just fantastic stuff. Here's my promise to you, okay? I am going to go back and revisit my, my blueprint and my life arenas. But I promise you, I've got this coming up in my schedule. I've got a couple do-nothing days. I am going to be the best damn bum this planet has ever seen, mister. I promise you that. I I am going to get top scores, and you've motivated me here, mister. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody asked me the other day, said, what are you doing? I said, tomorrow, I'm unplugging, and I'm I'm not doing anything. I'm going to go with the flow. If I want to watch sports all day, I'm going to do it. But I, you know, Abraham Lincoln, our, our 16th president, I, I, I've said this so many times, I think it's my quote, but I got to give it to Honest Abe Lincoln. It's not mine. If I had four hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend two hours sharpening my axe. Right. So that day off of doing nothing, you're sharpening your psychic axe, your mental axe, and your physical axe. How many of us, because of stress, because of seemingly overwork, we're chopping with a dull axe? That's frustrating. If I had four hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend two hours sharpening my axe. Every one of my clients has already put in their vacation, their reward days in advance. Every one of my clients, they already know when they need a break. I have a golfer right now. He's got four tournaments on the PGA Tour in January. We know the reward. It's the first week in February. Right. He's not playing. Yeah. What's he doing? Nothing. He's recuperating. He's hanging out with his family. And uh, he's chilling. He may work on a little bit of his game, but it's a reward. All of that is in advance. And this is how the Tiger Woods uh, and the top players, they don't just want to win on the tour. They want to win a major or Olympian wants to peak four years from now during the gold medal run. You need to have silence in your life. That makes it a more musical, restful life. And uh, if you don't put it in first, you're not going to put it in. So good for you. Be a bum that day. Be an awesome <laughs> bum. I love it. A Zoniac bum. A Zoniac bum. Exactly. I'm going to get a t-shirt. I'm a Zoniac bum. Jim Fannin, hey, listen, <laughs> what a great way to kick off this new year. I love it. I really appreciate you, all of your work and your insights and, and just the just the willingness to share. Jim, really appreciate it. I, I, well, you know, enough said, I guess. I, I I don't really have the words, but but over all the years, you and I have been in contact from way, way back when I was with the Blue Jays. Over 20 years now, you and I have been uh, sort of bouncing back and forth and sharing ideas. Um, really, really cherish it, Jim. Thank you so much. Well, ha- happy new year to you. Happy new year to everyone listening. Uh, we have the potential to have our greatest year ever. And again, we're not going to equate that to money or market share. Just a simple, abundant, balanced life. Just being your genuine, authentic self. And um, life is short. Make every day matter. Every single day. 
Thanks a lot for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Happy New Year, everybody. Make it your best. And Happy New Year to you, Jim. Thank you so much for today. There you go, everybody. What a fantastic way to kick off 2022. I'm going to strongly suggest, listen, family members, friends, teammates, coworkers, employees, students, this is a great share. What a great gift to kick off the new year, just this conversation. Hey, if you have any comments on today's show or if you want more information, if you want to sign up for Jim's Jim's uh, uh, upcoming uh, platforms, go to jimfannon.com and check out the new Crush website. You can get there, crushperformance.com. You can also search out the new handle, uh, jeffcrushell.com as well. A lot of really cool stuff we're trying to do there as we head into the new year and beyond. And Coming up on the radio show, we've got a lot to get to. 2022 is going to be fantastic, but we've got to put the bookends on our 2021 themes, Talent, Talent ID, and the Crush Brain Game. It was an incredible year uh, for the radio show, but certainly for our two themes. Man, oh man, we talked to some of the top people in the world when it comes to talent and Talent ID, and man, do we have a new perspective there, right, people? Crushers, listen to me. I know if you've been listening you know what I'm talking about. Uh, for anybody who's new to the show or hasn't heard the series, you can go to the website and just go to the Talent talent ID section. All of our episodes are there. You can go to the Brain Game uh, section and all of those episodes are there. It's If you're involved in sport or just human development, I'm tell I promise you, those are worthy listens. Uh, coming up, we're going to put the bookends. We are going to be talking to Dr. Joe Baker who kicked off our Talent and Talent ID series in 2021. We're going to put an end to it here uh, with Dr. Baker once again. It is going to be a blockbuster conversation as we review the entire year. And then we're going to put the bookends as well on the Crush Brain Game with Dr. Martin Morazic, who is also uh, our guest who kicked that off for us in 2021. And that is going to be very, very important. Both of those are very, very important conversations as we head into 2022 with a brand new theme. I'm not going to reveal it right now. You're going to have to uh, stay tuned for next week and, and get that one. But I could not be more excited about our main theme for 2022 and lots going on here. Of course, we got the Winter Olympics coming up. We're going to be talking uh, the science of sweetness. We're going to be diving really, really deep into the areas of strength and conditioning and athlete preparation for sport. You know, that's my background. And I've been getting an overwhelming number of requests asking me to talk more about the strength and conditioning side of sport performance. I love it. Okay, I didn't realize you guys were so interested and into that side of it. So we're going to do that again. That's my background, right? And I guess, you know, I've been so entrenched in it for, you know, 25, 30 years that um, I've kind of gone beyond it. The exercises seem really simple to me. The applied physiology, uh, we've got that really well understood. We, we really, really do. You want to get faster. You want to get stronger. You want to get more powerful. You want to see and perceive better. All these things are, are, are something that we've really got a hold on. What we don't have a hold on are those other sort of intangibles around that. But if you guys want to talk more about that, let's unleash that beast here in 2022 as well because it is critical to performance. And, you know, in all the presentations I've been doing over the last couple of years, I've sort of put it under the umbrella of creating coachable athletes. So that's going to be another series that we're going to reveal here in 2022. And I couldn't be more excited. Okay. 
Okay, we're way out of time here. Imagine that once again, everybody. We're running over a little bit, so I got to wrap it up. Listen, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I'm really, really looking forward to 2022 with you guys. Please do get a hold of us if you have questions, comments, or smart remarks. Uh, And until next week, everybody, get out there, have some fun, stay safe, get a little better. We'll talk to you then. Goodbye now. Don't forget to write. This is an In the Trenches with Ian Beckles Quick Fix on Radio Influence. To me, the A-B situation, as I'm seeing everybody else deal with it, Think about it this way, everybody. AB, when you talk about mental health, and please do me a favor and stop saying it's not mental health, okay? Stop that, please. And I, like on social media, I put out a post and I said, listen, let's keep it real now, okay? The kid is sick. Everybody's like, he's just an asshole. Okay. You know, you know how many assholes are in the NFL? 30%. 30% of the ass in the NFL is assholes. There's 30% of your office is full of assholes. Assholes don't do things to cost themselves millions of dollars. It doesn't happen, okay? Assholes don't get fired. Assholes, there's assholes. I played against, I played with a lot of assholes. They weren't fired. They weren't sent home. And they weren't ridiculously talented and can't find a gosh darn job. Come on now. That's not being an asshole. To do what he did yesterday is not being an asshole. You're showing your ass in front of millions of people. The Today Show opened up with Antonio Brown. Are you kidding me? Who thinks that that is good for anybody's brand? Okay? And with greatness comes enabling. And they've been enabling, you know, Antonio Brown for ages now. Okay? They've been enabling him for ages, and now all of a sudden, everybody wants to drop on top of him, and he broke down in front of the film, blew millions of dollars, okay? I'm going to say this. All Bruce Aarons has to say is, the guy gets fired everywhere he's at. You guys are going to believe him? Why would anybody believe him at this moment? I don't know why anybody would believe Antonio Brown at this moment. I certainly don't. I'm going to say good riddance, but I'm also going to say this. If I was his teammate, I would still have his back. Because that's still my boy, that's still my teammate, we still went to war together, and I would hope for the best for you, and if you needed anything, I would be there for you. And I hope that's how his teammates are approaching this, because that's still your teammate. That's still your role, dog. But he clearly needs some help. In the Trenches with Ian Beckles can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.